This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, 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 great ones, as you are indeed great. If no one has told you today, and whether you believe it or not, does not negate the fact that simply because you exist, you are indeed greatness. Now, if you are exhibiting it or expressing it or not, hmm, that's on you. But by your very nature, you are greatness. All right. So today I want to take some time to talk to my parents, my my parents who are in the middle of conflict and when there is strain in their relationship Also specifically, believe it or not, this is really in response to a request that I oftentimes get from parents who are participating in parent reunification. Um, More specifically, this is going to address when you have the parent with whom the children reside. They are often asking me, you know, how can they support their, their child and their children during the process when, you know, everybody realizes that at some point, Nine times out of ten, it's very likely that the the process and their sessions with me could trigger some discomfort, right? Could trigger some intense feelings, sometimes even traumatic feelings, right? What we are now calling discouragement. And they're wanting to know what they can do. So although, again, this is inspired by parent reunification, which is one of my expertise. I'm sharing it here because I realize that number one, it'll make it highly accessible. But number two, it'll make it highly accessible, not just say to this particular audience, but to other parents, right, who are struggling with this idea of what to do when your babies are in emotional pain. Because that's really what we can kind of dumb it down to, right? How do you hold space and support your your children when they're feeling discouragement? I was about to say bad, right? But we're implementing a new practice, right? So here I am. I've got to take the lead for us and in this moment say it's a discouraging feeling, a discouraging vibe that they are experiencing, right? So what do we do as parents? First and foremost, let me tell you, the one thing that we are not there to do is to actually fix the conditions or the circumstances that quote-unquote led to our young one's feeling heavy. Wow, right? Why would I say that? Like that, again, it sounds so harsh. And if you've listened to ah, my previous podcast, you probably already have a clue where I'm going. But in case you haven't, just bear with me. (laughs) Just, Just hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before you start freaking out, right? Because this is the thing. If you go, quote unquote, and put your full focus on just 
trying to fix the event, the circumstances that led to that feeling, you haven't supported your child in developing the internal intrinsic tools necessary to manage the feeling when it reappears. This is essential because as a parent, you can look back on your own life experience as well as others who you've known, whether they be young, whether they be old. You know, the the one thing that we definitely know is that the emotional spectrum does not discriminate according to age. You know, yes, children experience distress. Yes, Adults experience distress. Yes, children experience sadness, right? I've, I've talked before about how feelings are emotions and, well, or excuse me, feelings or and or emotions are energy that is moving and thus they actually do not die, but they can be transmuted. What does that mean? It means that the energy can be shifted, but it can't ever go away right? And that these emotional experiences are moments. So when you really sit and you look at them, they're temporary. Even a person who's experiencing, say, various patterns that may lead to a mental health diagnosis still have ebb and flows, periods of ups and downs, which means once again that they still move along the emotional continuum, right? So what does this mean? It means we're going to feel highs, we're going to feel lows, including our children, So if you go and think that the most effective thing that you can do is either avoid these situations or try to cut them off from these situations or trying to always go and, you know, play their Superman and come to their rescue by intervening with the actual situation directly itself all of the time, I don't know how you're going to do it, like. More power to you because you literally have set yourself up to be the fixer for the rest of their lives because there doesn't come an end to circumstances that are going to trigger these discouraging feelings. That's just not not the way that it works, right? That's just not the way that, that life works. So interesting enough, one of the best Things that one can do as a parent for their child is to begin to help them strengthen their emotional coping, right? Helping them to learn the the skills and the steps rather, right? Because children work better with steps than strategies or practices or skills, right? But literally teaching them the steps that they can go through to learn how to self-soothe. Self-soothe, right? Because whenever we are in the midst of feeling discouraged or what we used to call, right, a negative emotion or a bad, a bad feeling, the immediate desire is just simply relief and to feel better in that moment, right? In that particular moment. So if your child is coming to you and they're venting, they're wanting to feel 
better, right? If they're coming to you and they're tantruming even, that's because their internal world is so thrown off that they're overwhelmed with this big emotional wave and they're wanting to feel safe again, right? Wanting wanting to feel ease and relief again. Now, this is going to call a lot of you as the parent. I mean, when I say a lot, I mean a lot. Because if you haven't learned how to self-soothe, your teacher is, is your child. Your child is has literally come to put you in these uncomfortable situations of having to witness their discomfort in order for you to get better at soothing your own. Because if you don't, it's a, it's a hot mess. I tell you, y'all, it'll be a hot mess because your child will be over here in the middle of some big emotional moment. And all it's going to do is turn around and trigger you. And then if it's triggering you, you're not at your best because now you are in more of an emotional state where you literally don't have access to your creative faculties. Right. You just don't. It's like you've, you're in the fog. Right. And now you react. You're not even responding. You react from this place and you very well could mess more stuff up, right? Where now you can create conflict, additional conflict maybe with teachers or with the other parent or, you know, with systems even, right? You know, you become the, the angry parent. I always like to say like, again, the mama bear, the papa bear, you know, comes out. It's like your your raw instincts come out to just go in and, right, really like kill. You feel like you were gonna go kill and do some damage to somebody because of the fact that your your baby is up here and they're hurting but you actually don't serve your child best from that particular perspective again because you're not even at your best to have access to your some of your your strongest tools right such as your intuition and your creativity and your ability to connect and, and communicate with another person, right? To even inquire or advocate on your child's behalf. All right, so this is getting a little long. So I'm going to summarize this and then we are going to allow ourselves some space to let this kind of sink in, right? So one of the first things that I'm, I'm saying to you as parents, whether you are a parent who's coming to me for a parent reunification, you know, or you're a parent out there and you're just trying to figure out how you navigate these waters with your child, especially when they're feeling something intensely, you know, what is the best thing that you can do? You can be their coach, right? Be their emotional coach and model as well as teach them how to hold space to soothe their self in that particular moment, to soothe the feeling. It's really that simple. To hold space for them to express what they're feeling so eventually it can it dissipate and it can lessen and then it's not hurting, you know, as, as much. And once they're in that better feeling place, I can guarantee, you know, their their perspective even on whatever that adverse event was that took place will shift. So try starting there. And I'll have more to come in the future episodes.
Until then, be light.